Welcome to the Royals Rundown Podcast, the Kansas City Royals Podcast in association with Inside the Royals. I am Jacob Milham and I'm flying solo tonight to bring you some unexpected news from the Kansas City Royals. Overall, it's been a pretty good Monday for the team. Uh, a lot of moves, a lot of transactions for the better, uh, but most importantly, they won their first game against the against the Detroit Tigers this afternoon. And right now, as I'm recording this, they have a 5-2 lead. So hopefully they don't blow that in the time that I am recording this. But primarily why I'm talking tonight is the fact that the Royals traded their competitive balance draft pick to the Atlanta Braves. And I want to talk about the importance of that and why that happened because it's not very often you see draft picks traded in Major League Baseball. So please stay with me. Um, I am learning along with you. (laughs) I ain't going to lie to you, but I really think the Royals got a good haul for the 35th overall pick. So again, to break it down, the move today was the Royals traded the 35th overall pick, which was what is known as a competitive balance draft pick. So, you know, basically when when the team sucks enough, you get, get some extra draft picks, essentially. But they traded that pick to the Atlanta Braves in exchange for three pretty dang good minor league prospects. Uh, now, I do just want to talk about the competitive balance draft picks are the only picks eligible to be traded every draft and can only be traded once. So, for example, now that the pick has moved from the Royals to the Braves, the Braves can't then move it to another team for other other prospects or anything like that. It has to stay with the Braves right now. But the reason why the Braves made this move is, one, um, their farm system has taken a hit lately. Um, they've made a lot of moves to get competitive again, which rightfully so. You know, they got rewarded with a World Series win, um, but they want to keep that rolling. Um, and they have moved a lot of prospects to acquire people. You know, they they traded with the Royals, for example, for Jorge Soler, but also, you know, bringing in Matt Olson. Um, and, you know, as they're more successful, the draft slot goes down a little bit more. Um, but also bringing in that 35th pick allows them more flexibility with the slot value. Um, so that is certainly something to to monitor. The Braves move from the 19th largest draft pool financially to the 10th largest draft pool. So it, it's a huge jump just by acquiring that one pick. Um, so it's it's certainly a win for the Braves, but I definitely think it's a win for the Royals as well. Um, They acquired the Braves kind of, I wouldn't say unquestioned, um, but an unquestioned top five prospect in the Braves farm system in outfield prospect Drew Waters, a rising prospect in right-handed pitcher Andrew Hoffman, and a very, very powerful uh, batter in C.J. Alexander. So they got pretty, they got three solid players in exchange for this one pick. Um, now, a lot of folks are talking about how Hoffman is the main part of this, but really Waters is the guy to watch in this. So Waters, he was a former top 100 prospect overall, um, but he really got thrown into AAA ball very quickly 
and he hasn't really gotten the gotten the swing of it for lack of better terms um you know a, a 2020 lost season might be in play there but right now um he was with triple a Gwinnett stripers um and he had a 246 305 and 393 batting line which is not terrible um but it is notable improvements over his past two seasons um overall over his three seasons at AAA, he's hitting a, a 246, a 324, and a 383. Um, it's he was a second round pick, 41st overall in 2017. So the Braves were very high on him, uh, but the Braves have had other prospects come up that have really made Waters kind of expendable in a sense. Um, especially Michael Harris the second has really made Waters you know, a very viable draft um, trade prospect, excuse me. But the Royals are going to capitalize on this because they see a struggling batter with a plus-plus glove in center field, a position that they arguably have a need at long-term when they're looking to trade Michael A. Taylor in the coming weeks. So, Let's say Drew Saylor, Alex Zumwalt get their hands on Waters, a switch hitter, no less. And if they can even just improve his stats a little bit, you know, you have a you have a good platoon outfielder, if not an everyday switch hitting outfielder who can roam center field to Kaufman and can get it done at the plate. Um, there's a lot of upside that I see in Waters, um, and I really am looking forward to seeing how he does in Omaha, and I wouldn't be surprised if we see him in Kansas City here before too long, maybe here in a month or so, depending on how trades go, um, but definitely him, he's only 23 years old, he's joining that young group of Bobby Wood Jr., MJ Melendez, Vinny Pasquintino, Nick Prado. I mean, there's we're really seeing this young core form before our very eyes. Um, and the Royals were very aggressive about acquiring Waters. He went immediately onto the Royals' 40-man roster and to AAA Omaha. So the Royals aren't wasting any time here. I definitely think that this was a great move by the front office. Um, but another underrated piece of this is Hoffman, the right-handed pitcher. I mean, he was a 12th round pick in last year's draft, and he's just rocketed up to high A pitching. Uh, he's only 20, he is 22 years old, so he is, I wouldn't say he's an older prospect. You know, he's a little older for high A ball, in my opinion. But he's 7 and 2 this year with a 2.36 ERA and 90 strikeouts in 80 innings. I mean, he just absolutely electric. Go look up some film of him. I really enjoyed watching some highlights of him. Uh, he went up to Double A Northwest Arkansas to join the Naturals and what they are doing there. So that will be very interesting. Um, the last piece, which was named a little later in the day is going to be Alexander. Uh, he's an older prospect, 26 years old. He is going to be in AA Northwest Arkansas as well. Um, but he, he is mashing. Um, he can play third base. He can play the outfield. He can play first base. Very versatile. Um, he has 15 home runs and 289 plate appearances at AA this year. 
Uh, his stat line, 258, 294, and 465. Nothing to be too frustrated about. Um, definitely a good player to have within the system um, at some positions that maybe the Royals are looking to move around a little bit at. So I think that is something that fans need to monitor as the day goes along. Um, it is, I definitely think as soon as we see a move on from Michael A. Taylor, there there's going to be some outfield holes to fill. Um, you know, is Kyle Isbell going to fill that hole? Is Edward Oliver going to fill that hole? Now you have a new name to add to that in Drew Waters, um, someone who has arguably been ready for the jump to Major League Ball in a long time. But, I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Hoffman, I think he has a little bit more to go. Um, he could make his Major League debut late, late this year, depending on how the arms management goes for the Royals, or he could make it next year. Um, he, I'd, I'm just astounded by how fast he has risen in the minor league system. Um, you know, he was just selected last year, and he was already the 16th rate ranked Atlanta Braves prospect, um, really tall guy, six foot five. It's, I don't know. He is just very much outperformed every step of ball he's been at. And now that he's making that jump from high A to double A for the naturals, I'm very intrigued to see what he can do. Um, Alexander, you know, like I said, he is kind of a depth beast, but there's not much you can expect from him. He's a 20th round pick in 2018. Um, he has improved a lot this season, to be honest. Um, he's dropped his strikeout percentage by about 11 points, which is very, very notable. Um, but he is a he's another lefty bat, very versatile definitely can serve the Royals well in the coming years. So a very exciting time for the Royals with this trade. Um, you're flipping one one pick into three kind of s solid prospects. I would say two major league prospects with one, you know, borderline depth piece in Alexander. Um, so definitely something to monitor Go ahead and try and watch Waters as much as you can in Ohio. It will be interesting to see how he changes going from the Braves organization to the Royals organization because we have seen we've seen it both ways. You know, batters will perform better within you know the tutelage of Drew Saylor and Alex Zumwalt, and and vice versa. You know, the the system's not for everyone, but the system does lend itself to younger batters. You know, Carlos Santana, he's doing his work for the Seattle Mariners. But can Drew Waters come to Omaha and say, look, I'm here to learn. I'm here to get better and I'm here to contribute. So please watch along with that. Uh, we'll be talking about him more here on the Royals Rundown podcast. Just want to give you all an update on what is going on with the ball club. There's a lot more going on. All-star selections, the Whip Merrifield injury, things like that. But we will be talking about that and much, much more with Jared Perkins this upcoming Thursday. So thank you very much for listening. And until next time, go Royals!